This is Heavy Hawk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about what the Redskins are doing during the lockout and all the scandals around Washington, like the party deck scandal, the Washington paper scandal, and what Chris Cooley did this week. This is much more live here, Josh John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? What's up? Yo, yo, what's, what's up? happening? Oh. Yo, I'm gonna, I'm Sorry, gonna do the man. whole podcast like this, like I got some slushy chocolate in my mouth. What's up? Yeah. You got something? What? Um, everyone, <laughs> before we get into this podcast, uh, I just want to say that Josh told us he was going to be eating some nuts during this podcast. <laughs> And, Some um, chocolate nuts. Don't blame us if it sounds like someone's eating nuts in the background. Put them in your mouth. You can blame Josh. Good, you, dude. And you can send him an email at josh at harryhogfootball.com and complain. Put them in your mouth and suck them. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to give a Welcome. big shout out to our <laughs> benevolent sponsor, David Lee Legal Services. David Lee Legal Services, our benevolent sponsor. Thank you, David Lee. And um, do we say what episode this is? This is episode number two hundred and fifty-five. Two hundred and nickel, double nickel. Two hundred, Mister Nichols. Mister Two hundred and Mister Nichols. Do we have a little <laughs> bit of a non-Mister Nichols news down in the hog slap in the second half of the show? Yeah, so stay tuned, oh, yeah. all you Mister Nichols fans. <laughs> People are like, "Who the heck are Mister Nichols?" Well, if you go back and listen to episode number one hundred and twenty-nine. <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> you will be able to find out who Mr. Nichols is. Dude, we've had enough episodes now that we could do our own trivia, like Harry Hogg trivia, like, <laughs> who is Mr. Dude. Nichols? <laughs> we have that but like dude, 200 we can, episodes No, we ago. can't do that because that means one of us would actually have to go back and confirm it. No, I know who Mr. Nichols is. No, I mean like other things. We'd be like, what episode did we say... It'd be like, the first in episode time. number 143. And then people would be writing in. It would be like, episode 17, episode 36. And we would just be like, I don't, did you got Aaron, Josh, did you look to see which episode it was? No, no I, I don't know. No, Let's I just say it was episode 36. Dude, I didn't have No, dude, we'd reason. be like, we'd be like, are you sure? All right, you win. Josh. <laughs> this person Sounds seems, good to us. Josh, this person seems pretty sure that it was episode 17. Are you sure? Yeah, sure. All right. And then we just write back to that person. Uh, can you give us the time stamp of what <laughs> we in an episode? Anyway, welcome to episode number 255. And uh, in an exciting week in Redskins camp. Weekish. We've got an action-packed oh, so podcast filled with all the news from the last Oh, so exciting. Yeah, we should get right we into actually, it. we got a big podcast here. We actually have a, have a good amount of stuff to talk about, considering there's still no football. Yeah, and yeah. every passing day makes see... me a little more and more concerned. Dude, I saw a thing today. I think it was at Sports Illustrated. Um, was it Illustrated? Someone starting to, someone starting to uh, 
are putting out the notion that we may have an eight-game season. What? Yeah, not a big fan of that. I'm going to put out the notion that I don't like that person. Yeah. They're just the only reason they would do that is so Directv could like get half their money or something. Speaking of, I got a letter from Directv today saying I did too. No, nobody wants there to be football more than we do, and we're like, I'm like, yeah, because (laughs) look how much money. They're like, we want there to be a season probably more than you. I don't know about that. Anyway. It depends on the reasoning. Like you said, for greed, yes. For actual real fandom, (laughs) no. no. Unlike Dan Snyder, though, they said they weren't going to charge anyone if there's, you know. I thought they said, and because we want it so bad, we're going to go ahead and charge your card in full this month. (laughs) No, they basically (laughs) said that if, if the season is reduced, then we get a reduced rate, like, you know, prorated. No, dude, that's not what it said. It said they would also. It said they would throw in free NASCAR 360 or something like that. Not on mine. <laughs> they'll throw it. They'll throw in the cricket championships <laughs> for free. Brad Keselowski's coming or, around on the right hand side. Actually, you know what mine said? Mine said they let me choose between the cricket championships, the rugby championships, and the Kenny Chesney live concert. <laughs> Which. I bet you, if you checked at Redskins.com, even though the concert already happened, they're probably still trying to sell tickets. Uh, we'll get, oh, we have more about... news about that later on. Aaron's got a uh, that's one of our scandals. Team report on it. Yeah, that's coming what, up. Yeah. We've, the we've A got, team report. We've got three count them three scandals this week coming out of Washington D.C. And I'm not talking political scandals either. These are all Does that include to do them with turning. Yeah, we're not talking about that a... Wiener guy. We're not no, talking no, no, about Wieners. But does that include them turning FedEx Field into a um, a curling uh, location? No, uh, but it is going to turn them into a ooh, ooh, party deck. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, it is going to turn it into a party deck. We need and, some party music for that. Aaron. And that's a scandal. Some... That's one of the scandals. The other scan- Do you have oh. any party music, Aaron? Where's the party music? Oh, that uh, I don't think I, I have it on the I got peanuts. All we need is beer and party music. I can barely hear you, dude. I got nuts. Hello? <laughs> I don't have so that. So anyway, Hello? dudes, I think the first thing we need to talk about is the fact that there is no football, or despite the fact there's no football, and players and coaches are not allowed to have contact with each other, the players, most of Hello? them at least, are still Hello? getting together. Did we lose John? We I, lost John. I think we lost John. And they are still... He'll figure it out. He'll call back Did him. you hear that having little... A, Sound. They're still having technical uh, difficulties at Harry Hawk Studios. Hold on. Hey, Maylene, Maylene, can you wiggle that wire and get that fixed? Get that fixed over there. Wiggle. No, 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 no. The red one. Maylene, wiggle John's wire. He needs to be back (laughs) on the line. We need to get John back on. Thanks. Hold on, I'm knocking on the window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway. Anyway. Without John being here, we need to get into the uh, action here. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, if you guys Let's didn't hear the mini camp, we talked about it a little bit during the last podcast, May 25th through May 27th. Um, there's a lot of Redskins players that showed up, and the reports were good coming out of the uh, coming out of the team. Uh, hey, John's balls. back. John's John, what back. happened to your balls? My phone fell, and it cut off. 
Your phone oh, fell. Man. We told Mayling to wiggle the wire. And we told her to home. wiggle the wire. You came back. So Thank you, Mayling. She took care of me, so I think <laughs> we're good to go. She did? Was it happy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, John, we're talking about the mini camp. What do you have to interject here? All right. Um, Fat Albert didn't show up. Oh, no surprise. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. They got another mini camp. I think it's a really good sign that the Redskins players are doing a whole lot of work to uh, a. They're they're trying to be professional and do as much as they can without being allowed to have contact with the coaches. Yeah, and apparently the head coach of the team now is London Fletcher at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Or John Beck, I guess, depending on who you uh, what you read. I think the only way the only way Fat Albert would have showed up is if they had. uh, Taking a crane over to his house and cut a hole in his roof. <laughs> and lifted him out like a grand well, piano. If they went over to his house, he wouldn't be there because he's sitting over at CeCe's in the double-wide booth. Yeah, because he can't get up. They just you say, guys going to the chuck- <laughs> you guys gonna have the chocolate chip pizza? Well, John, you said that everyone was talking about how the professionalism and good work ethic coming out of the Redskins' uh, practices at whatever high school they're at. Yeah, it's unfortunate that the Redskins have fallen so far that it's news that the Redskins are acting uh, without their coaches, of course, but that the team is acting mostly like uh, professionals and trying to act like a real football team and have as, have their act together as much as they can for whenever football does start back up. Um, it used to be a time back in our youths that, uh, that that wasn't news. The team was professional. Yeah. What about faxes, dude? Are the coaches allowed to send faxes? I mean, those are kind of old school. No contact. They're probably going under the wire. I don't. Send a fax I, I don't over. think. Uh, I don't think faxes are allowed. Um, they could be like, guys, run these drills on a fax. What about like messenger pigeons? <laughs> Can they send those? <laughs> you know, by a carrier pigeon. You know the old school faxes where they like uh, put them out in the sun for three minutes and then all the writing disappeared. You remember those? <laughs> <laughs> what about like, like, like we're supposed to run these plays, but I can't really read it anymore out here. Oh well. What about a ditto machine? Carrier pigeon. You'd be like, can you go run these off? <laughs> ditto, ditto machine. machine. Anyway, you were talking about the professionalism, and you don't really have to say that Fat Albert didn't show up if you're saying that Shock. they were professional. Yeah. Anyway, I bet he's in great shape though, and he's ready for the. Uh, you know, off-season conditioning well, challenge. Well, round is a shape. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you this. He's off the hook this year because, think about this, and we're, we're going to be the first news outlet to bring this up, to be copied tomorrow. But are um, a news outlet now, by the way. <laughs> well, if the Bleacher Report <laughs> is, we then we definitely are. Anyway, I'm not even being BR about this. Think about this, seriously. <laughs> if... Mike Shanahan said last year that if you participated in blank percent of the off-season workout, you didn't have to do this conditioning test. Well, basically, ah. there is no off-season conditioning stuff because of the lockout, so Fat Albert is off the hook of having to take that test as far as I can see it. Why did he have them fill in their own blank? I don't understand. What? Uh, what? You said if, if, they, if they participate in blank percent. 
<laughs> I forget what it was. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it was something like 95% or oh, 90 Oh, that was just like saying like X amount. Yeah, X, kind of thing. X amount. Sorry, I used the wrong term gotcha. going in. <laughs> Blank percent. I'm going to fill in 1.2%. Thanks for um, clarifying that. Yeah, no problem. So anyway, moving forward <laughs> in the podcast. If you didn't hear about this story, the Redskins' assistant coaching staff, I don't think this included Mike Shanahan, did it, John? It does not, because he is officially a vice president and head coach. So he did not include himself, but it included everybody else, including the coordinators. Every coach except for Mike Shanahan. Yeah, Redskins coaching staff rejected the NFL Coach Association's friend of the court brief backing players. That sounds gross. The briefs on the backs of players. They know who pays their checks. They know who pays their checks. Was it yellow? Basically, they said they're not talking for us. And then I saw that the day that that happened on ESPN, and they're like, well, like the coaches association guy was on there like, well, they just didn't quite understand what was in the memo, but once they see it, they'll come around. And then apparently that's not what happened. No, a bunch of other teams have come out after afterwards and said that uh, they've also uh, the Cowboys, uh, the Saints. I don't remember the other teams offhand, but it was a, a good number of teams. Their coaching staffs have all, as a group, come out just after the Redskins did it and said they do not speak for us. We stand behind our owners. Um, now, whether they were doing that because they really love their owners. Aww. Or they knew who or signs their because their owner signed their paychecks is up to debate. Probably but the latter. This, this group is not like the uh, the players' union where every player has to be part of the union. This is a uh, this is one of those groups that some some coaches are part of it and some aren't. So Washington's coaches were just like we're not even a part of that group at all. Um, so we have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they don't. Uh, I think it's because they don't want to. Uh, anger the wrath of the Danny personally. Interesting. That's what I think. But, you know, I don't know. It, moving on to something more interesting, one of the scandals that yeah, Josh please. alluded to. If you didn't hear, um, this story came out in the Washington Post about this guy who, if you signed up for season tickets this year, because everyone knows the waiting list is a myth, as we've always said the last couple of years. Right. As we broke like four years ago before anybody else ever did. Okay. So they're trying their heart. They're trying their very, very dondest to sell all the tickets the in this giant mammoth stadium. The which they can't do because, you know, it's not fun to go to games there. Especially when your team is horrible. Anyway, when your team sucks and all the employees are a bunch of jacks and everyone is just miserable. Yeah. And it's hard to get to. But we digress. Anyway, so trying to sell the team, they offered people that renewed their season tickets the choice. Do we need a little background of, music for this? Am I sensing background music is coming? Because I have some. Should I play it? Yeah, just not too loud. Background is the key. All right. So. You had a choice when you re-signed up for tickets. For tickets to the Manchester United Barcelona friendly friendly replay of the UEFA League Championship game. It's coming up this summer. The Notre Dame-Maryland game. Or Kenny freaking Chesney, John's love. 
<laughs> Josh! I had to play some Kenny Chesney. Is that what that is? You suddenly just got super loud. Turn that mess off. All right, turn it down I'm giving now. people Please. a taste of what they might not be able to get. Dear God, I can't take it. All right. <laughs> oh, so my I, God, my ears are bleeding country. So anyway, the the word on the street is that people like this sports fan that put, you know, Barcelona or Notre Dame as his first two choices. We're getting Kenny Chesney tickets as their gift. Kenny right, your bonus Chesney. for uh, your bonus for for uh, I think it was for upgrading or for renewing or for upgrading was that you received two special events tickets. Your choice to two special event pre, two. Uh, let me rewind two tickets that. to the special you will event. You receive of your free choice. premium tickets to your choice of two special events taking place at FedEx Field this year, including Kenny Chesney, Man U versus Barcelona, Army versus Navy, or Maryland versus Notre Dame, or the International Curling Tournament. So there were four That's events cool. all together. There are four all together. And they were still getting this, Kenny freaking Post. Chesney. And half off on DirecTV. <laughs> so what this all comes down to is there were still some tickets available for Barcelona when John checked. and No, there were tickets available for the Maryland-Notre Dame game. And the guy still got Kenny Chesney tickets. So that goes yeah. to show you, A, no one's buying Kenny Chesney tickets. And B, the Redskins realize they can get more money selling those other tickets than a freaking Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs> exactly. And the Kenny Chesney concert already happened, finally. Which means those of us on the mailing list will not get you know, your once-weekly or bi-weekly email about Kenny freaking Chesney coming to FedEx Field. <laughs> Don't miss the concert of a lifetime. We've been advertising it for a year, and 17 people bought tickets. How many people do they sell, seriously? Yeah. I've do we know? read, I've I saw on the post, it was, I want to say 50,000 or 53,000. 53,000 really? people went yeah, to see Kenny well, freaking Chesney? that's how many tickets, I think, went out. How many showed That's up? That's how many there? tickets were given away. I mean, it, I, they were basically trying to give these away on street corners. So I, I'm sure if you walk by Dan Snyder on, you know, on the hill or something at some posh restaurant, you'd be like, hey, how's it going? You want to see Kenny Chesney? Here's some free tickets. <laughs> I love that. Because you paid for your 2011 Redskins season tickets prior to March 1st, you'll receive four complimentary tickets from the Redskins to Kenny Chesney. <laughs> Have a nice time. Oh my! And because However, it might not even be football, will still cost one hundred and fifty dollars for the concert. Yeah, so it was for people who were uh, renewing their season tickets, and also for people who were upgrading to better seats. And that was the uh, the second article in the Washington Post was, right. uh, that they were upgrading to a better area, and uh, people were mad. They were like, "I wanted Maryland Notre Dame, and I got Kenny freaking Chesney." And you guys are still selling Maryland Notre Dame tickets on your website. That's messed up. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. And another in another attempt to sell sell out the stadium to keep the blackouts from happening this year. The Redskins have apparently pulled up, upwards of six thousand seats or so to create a Roughly. party deck. Party deck. <laughs> 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 party deck. Oh, you know what you need nice. to play for that, Aaron. Oh, I don't have it. I don't have it on here anymore. I don't know where it is. Oh, what? 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 
Let me see if I can find it. Keep talking, I'll try to find it. Oh, jeez. All right, so the deal is that the Redskins... What? What? Yeah. Party decks. Party deck at FedEx. That's right. We're removing 28,000 seats. All you suckers who bought tickets, you guys suck and you're losing them seats. Now let's party. But if you want to upgrade to better seats from the party deck area, we'll right. give you two seats to Kenny Chesney for free. All right, Josh, That's I, right. Think, I think I got the I music. like that Kenny Chesney now. I got it. I think it's a little late for the party. It's a little late, dude. We got Black Eyed Peas rocking it out. They're going to be there because they were at the Super Bowl in Dallas. Dan Snyder will not, not let them come to FedEx now. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. So so the story on the party decks, dudes. All right, They're Josh. building two, it sounds like. One in the upper deck of each end zone. The and they can no take one out, anyway. according to the... Uh, the zoning uh, or whatever the permit, they can take out as many as 10,000, but it sounds like they're going to be taking out between six and 7,000 seats to put these in standing room only seats or area it's standing room only tickets. So you can go in and, and buy a quote unquote cheaper ticket and stand up the whole time and hopefully buy a bunch of beer and food. And But dude, here's my question. What out. if those, what if those were like your family season ticket seats that like, you know, grandpa died there at the game 10 years ago or something. And now they're just taking them away from you. They weren't, dude. This is what they'll do in that case, hopefully. These were like the crappiest upper-level seats they had, I think. Yeah, they'll offer you a chance to upgrade those no crappy seats. Grandpa was rich. <laughs> dude, they'll offer you a chance to upgrade those tickets and get Kenny Chesney ones along the way. Right, right. Before they just... No, one's, no one wants those tickets, dude. We, no, I understand what they're doing. I agree. And, but, but the funny thing about this whole thing is, like, uh, Mike Florio from NBC, who is a, a sports person that gets interviewed a lot on, on sports radio, he see, he said something in an article about this that basically it was like the Redskins aren't were Basically, he was saying the Redskins aren't going to have trouble selling out their stadium and then went on to talk about this. And I was like, wait, what? We know the Redskins aren't really selling out their stadium, and you're like a national writer. You know better than that. It's like, whose hip pocket was he just in writing that? He's just not He's not in touch with the team, with the pulse of the actual fans. Like, I guess. I mean, he's not like a Redskins writer. He's a national guy, but still, I was just like, uh, that's not true. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they're doing these party decks. They're losing some seats. Doesn't really matter because... People weren't buying them anyway, mm-hmm. so they're looking. It's looking like the, the capacity is going to be about eighty five thousand. Um, all this, hey, me- you know, sure, why not? All this means not, John man? can breathe easily about there not being a blackout game in Virginia Beach. Yeah, truly, except for that Jack. <laughs> okay, so moving forward, there was scandal number two. The other scandal involves the... Aaron, I uh, can't hear you over my freaking humps. <laughs> nice. All right, what you got? What you going to do with all this itinerary? All this itinerary? <laughs> Josh. Speak it up, Aaron. I can't hear you out. at all, Josh. Seriously, I can barely hear you. How about you. now? Can you hear me now? Not really, but anyway. Um, Good. 
The third and final scandal of the night involves the Washington City paper scandal. Uh, Representative Steve Cohen from Tennessee has introduced legislation to protect companies such as Washington Paper from ridiculous lawsuits intended to intimidate and bankrupt them. John? Is he a Redskins fan? He's probably no, I think he's a fan of... of Titans? Of... of Justice. The right of right righteousness. He's a, I guess he's a fan of basically he's saying justice. that, and this is exactly what the uh, Washington Redskins admitted to when D.H. Donovan sent his letter over to the Washington City paper and was like, "You guys are so small and piddly, you'll probably go bankrupt just trying to fight us in court. So you might as well not even bother." Piddly. And that's exactly what this guy, a Democrat from Tennessee in uh, in Congress in Washington, um, is is introducing. Hopefully, he's going to try to get that through Congress. I'm sure it'll fail because it makes sense. But, yeah, it's to protect little, little the little guy, like the Washington City paper, um, from ridiculously inane lawsuits that are just meant to completely intimidate and bankrupt the defendant. Good for him. It's about time they try to do something. Well, I'm sure it won't pass, like I said, but at least he's trying. Yep. But you know how those politicians are. Yeah, they'll talk about it for a long time and then just kind of forget about it. And then nothing will ever happen because the special interest will get in there and get all their pockets full of money. And then someone in any a few event years that of... was from the that was first broken by the uh, Huffington Post, by the way. Yeah. Then someone a few years nice. from now will be like, "We tried to do this back in ten eleven. Okay, so moving forward, this is the funniest part of the whole podcast coming up. Chris Cooley, if you didn't hear, this week, bored being probably spending 12 hours doing pottery, got bored and decided he was going to put some prank calls into the Bengals and the Broncos. Oh, yeah. So, Chris Cooley called up. Did he call John Elway first? Is that how it went down? Or um, I think he tried first, to call Carson thing, Palmer. Yeah, first he tried to call Carson Palmer, but he just got his voicemail. <laughs> but he left so him he a tried message, to Im- As John Elway. <laughs> As John Elway, he yeah. Some- here, here, I'm going to read what he said. He said... He said, he said, start off first, he said... <clears throat> Listen, I hate... <laughs> I hate Tim Tebow. I want you. I want you out here in Denver. And I know I shouldn't be calling you. We can't talk. You got to keep it down. But we're going to make this work. <laughs> we're going to make this work. We're going to make this work. <laughs> Uh, uh, so then uh, after he, so after he pranked um yeah but wait there's more Carson Palmer he called John Elway right yeah he called actually called John Elway so John, and he actually he talked did. to him he actually got him on the phone and and uh he, he said talked to John <laughs> he's like hey it's Carson i got your message and i hate cincinnati i don't want to be here i'd love to come out to denver so I did mean, John Elway think it was really Carson? Dude, I don't know. And I just want to say that right now during the lockout that players and uh, um, coaches and, and team <laughs> personnel are not supposed to be having any kind of contact at all. So that makes this even funnier. Even though this is, you know, these are different teams than, than Cooley plays for, but they're still not supposed to have any contact at all. So, so did he, I think it's kind of funny that he even admitted this. Did he ever admit while he was on the phone with John Elway that who it was, or did he think it was Carson Palmer? Uh, he, I'm sure his imitations were probably pretty bad, but yeah, he didn't say that, that Elway was just like, wait a minute, is this Chris Cooley? 
<laughs> yeah, because I mean, that's kind of random that Chris Cooley would be calling him. <laughs> well, he wasn't yeah. done. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, not no, done dude. yet. This is the funniest then part. Called Marvin, then he called Marvin Lewis, Bengals head coach. And, Former and defensive coordinator of the Redskins. Right. And he said, he said, listen, I'd prefer to be an unnamed general manager. Um, but then in the background, he had somebody yell, hey, Bruce. And he said, <laughs> he said, there's just a lot of tampering going on between the Denver Broncos and your quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of tampering. Uh, he probably had his brother in the background going, Hey, Bruce! That's hey, hilarious, Bruce. man. Anyway, oh, I thought man. that was funny. So, I think it's about so time Chris for... Chris is t- keeping himself occupied uh, in the offseason, that's for sure. Imitating yes. players and... Potting. Um, <laughs> Broncos executive vice presidents slash Super Bowl <laughs> winners slash Hall of Famer quarterbacks. I'm glad Lizzie's Chris Cooley has, has fun. So, I think it's time he for us time. to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about someone just released from prison and uh, someone just released Santana Moss released and a couple other things. And uh, then we'll wrap it up. Um, yeah. We'll talk to you guys right after the break. You're listening to. Harry Hog Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. I just want to point something out because uh, David Lee, our benevolent sponsor, was so kind to sponsor us for the entire season here. And uh, the entire year, I guess, right? He sponsored us for a year. And, And I just want to point something out. We have a little donation button on our website. If you listen to Harry Hog Football on a weekly basis, and you can log in and give us a buck or five bucks, that helps us uh, keep our pay our expenses and keep ourselves on the air. And you know, we know there were twenty eight thousand of you people that uh, that downloaded this thing last week. So, uh, you know, I'm just saying, throw us a bone, throw us a bone here. <laughs> He's like Josh is all like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. If everybody gave a dollar, we could afford to rent a jet airplane and come pick y'all up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if everyone and we gave go a down dollar. to Miami and have a big party on the beach. We could. We could do it. If everybody just gave a dollar. If everyone gave if a dollar, we could rent you. out the entire party deck At in FedEx the South Field. End Zone. <laughs> we could. We could. We could. Nachos. <laughs> All right. There if we go, go to the party deck, we won't be able to sit with our favorite friend's nacho cheese <laughs> and 80s jacket. The 80s nacho cheese jacket. Anyway. <laughs> uh, moving forward, in case you heard, didn't hear, Gang Run, that's Green Run in Virginia Beach, high school's own Plaxico Burris was released from prison a couple of days ago. There's been rumors that the Redskins should go after him, along other teams. No, wait a minute, Aaron, Aaron. He had on a uh, a Phillies hat when he came out of prison, but you said that P standing for something. He thought maybe that P stood for something else. I think he thinks the P might stand for the Penal League. <sighs> dude, I think he thinks it stands for Plexico. Oh, dudes, dudes, seriously. Plexico, please. Plexico. Is it Plexico? It rhymes with Texaco. I thought it was It rhymes Plexico. with Texaco, even though it's got an A, it's pronounced as an E. Well, anyway, he's out of jail. And like <laughs> he's looking for a team. I think the the Eagles would probably take him because they're like um, criminals, ex-criminals. Well, that's usually uh, the Cowboys and then the Bengals. And they've got but, their uh, own jail. They've got their well, not anymore, dude. The Eagles are kind of taking that over. Seriously, that's dude, true. do you think somebody will sign Plaxico Burris? Yeah, the Eagles. Someone will. And they've got their own Someone jail will. in case he acts up again, right at the stadium. Well, he, think uh, here. Some of the stuff about him. He's thirty-four. He is a big, tall receiver. He has been in prison for like a year and a half. That matters not. Someone's gonna get him. Someone's gonna give him a shot. It's probably gonna be the Eagles, like you said. Or and the, then Michael dude. Vick can throw balls to him all day long. Or the Cowboys. He's gonna end up in like Washington. In prison. He's gonna end up in Washington at a really low price tag, and Mike Shanahan's not gonna take any crap. And they're going to try him out and see what happens, dude. He's not going to end up. I don't up think in we're going to get him. I don't, I don't think we're going to go after him. I'm telling you that Hankerson dude's going to be tearing it up this season. All right. People seem I to think, be pretty high on that dude, but think, I think it, once football is back on, I think there are some additional surprises yet to come. What I is, agree with that. I don't think one of them is going to be Plexico Texaco. Mexico. I don't either. But uh, one thing about one thing about this whole Plexico thing. The big success, of course, in the last couple of years of a of a person going to prison in the NFL, an NFL player going to prison and then coming back and actually still having a, a successful career is Michael Vick. But that is by far the exception to the rule. Josh, did you just fart? Absolutely not. John. I think John. Josh. His mama is call him Plaxico. I call him Plaxico. Is my Plexico. chair. <laughs> I think you just farted. In any event... <laughs> Plexico, it, the, the 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 chances of him coming back and being able to give any kind of significant impact to a team at this point, at his age, even though he is a tall, rangy receiver, I think are pretty low. And I think the risk of getting someone who's been a problem in the past, who now has a criminal record, um, who has a, had a checkered past already, I think I I definitely don't think the Redskins should bring him in. 
And and I don't think he's going to be six. I mean, he may catch a couple touchdown passes, but he, you know, people have a short memory, and everyone's like, "Man, Mike Vick came out of prison. He was awesome last year." It's like, yeah, how many players have gone to prison to try to come back to the NFL and been successful? Like Michael Vick is the most successful ever. Like that that running back from the Ravens went to prison for cocaine possession or cocaine dealing, and he ended up with the Browns. I can't remember his name, but this was just a few years ago. And he ended up on the Browns, and he was okay, but he was never as good as he was the year before. He had a couple of monster years as a uh, as a uh, uh, running back in the NFL with the Ravens before he went to prison. I keep wanting to say Ray Lewis because I equate him with prison, even though he never went for those two murders. But uh, it was somebody else. <laughs> you always bring that up, dude. Dude, you always say that about old Ray Lewis. Like, were you well, there? Like I was not inside there. Inside information or something, dude. <laughs> no, it's just. <laughs> I was not there, but I know there's two families in Atlanta that lost their fathers. It's just interesting to me so how you that's always. That's why I always bring that up about Ray. Because <laughs> it's just interesting to me. It's interesting to me how up. you always shoehorn that in. I do. Whenever it's, you it's, mention Ray, it's, Lewis. it's my it's my uh my pissed off thing about someone who did not uh who did not go to justice the way he should have, who did not get what he deserved. Yeah, kind of like the Sean Taylor kids. Yeah, who still... Golly, give me a break with that. We don't need to get John going on that. There, There's actually a bunch. I was just Googling p- uh, players that went to prison and came back. Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis is the one I was yeah. thinking of. There's a, like That's why you always want to say <laughs> 11 Ray. pounds of cocaine. Pounds! There's also like... You know how much powder you got to be carrying in your hands to hold 11 pounds of any powder? Good God! So anyway, yeah, he went to prison. He came back. He was never as good as he was before. And he was decent. So anyway, Josh, I'm sorry. Go ahead with your... Uh, no, that's your okay. List. I was just looking up a bunch of players, you know. They, um... What about that dude? What about that dude, uh, Barry Word? He was a UVA <laughs> guy. <laughs> Remember that guy? Barry Word. Did he play for the Chiefs? UVA. Word. He served five oh, months yeah. in prison on a cocaine distribution charge. Following his final season at UVA, yeah, I don't remember Where, Barry what happened Word. To him after that, then he rushed for a uh, he rushed for twenty eight hundred ninety seven yards, ran a career best uh, one thousand fifteen yards for Kansas City Chiefs in nineteen ninety, and was chosen as the NFL's comeback player of the year that season. How the heck did I remember he played for the Chiefs? <laughs> Barry Word, Word up, Word yep. up. So yeah, what, he, so what my point my point is that that Plexico may have a little bit of success, but he's not going to be like a super duper game changer. He's he, I don't think he's someone worth taking a chance on, especially with the team where you're trying to rebuild and have a no nonsense attitude after the McNabb and the the Hainsworthless debacles from last year and all the crap we've been dealing with since Dan Snyder bought this team. Dudes, all right. A more interesting question would be players who had a successful career after returning. From a Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs> I think that would be zero. All right, my point on the Plaxico Burris thing that I've been trying to get in here is that proper nomenclatures. In the past, we may have to be worried about the Redskins trying mm-hmm. to sign such a player, but since Vinny Serrato was, um, I don't know how to say this. Really, working for for I don't know peanuts, how to say this, but let me try. For peanuts that Josh stole from him. I think he's still in Dan Snyder's pocket, man. Since he res- ah! since he resigned. Or whatever. Um, 
We don't have to worry as much because now we got. He's on the Red Zebra payroll right now, dudes. What? He's on the Red Zebra payroll. Oh, I better not say that too loud. He does a Baltimore radio show. All I know is, speaking of Red Zebra, never mind. We can save that for another episode closer to the season. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about Santana Moss. Yeah, let's talk about Speaking of receivers. Santana, who uh, everyone knows is a free agent because his contract ended without being re-signed before the uh, deadline, before the lockout started. Yep. Um, He wants to be a Redskin. He's pumped. Pumped. I think we should re-sign him, definitely. I agree. He has done nothing but contribute to this team every every he's, year. He's always he's always given a hundred percent and he's he's pretty damn professional, especially for someone that came from the U. And he doesn't complain. You've never nope. heard him complain about how many balls he got. Balls. Balls. Um balls. I say definitely re sign Santana Moss. I hope we can. I hope so too. I do. Man, I'd love to see him back. That would be nice. And the fact that he wants to come back is a good sign. What did he say? He said, I'm a Redskin. I feel like I invested a lot into this team. Mm -hmm. I would hate to leave and see the team be successful knowing I was here. And sucked. Yeah, that would suck if you think about it. He's been through so much crap with the team, and he's stuck with it. And then all of a sudden he leaves, and right when he feels like, well, that goes to show you that he's been there for a long time and sees something different in the team. With Bruce yeah. Allen and Shanahan. Because apparently he so thinks cool. they're going to be him. turning it around. And he's been there through all the crap. So that's a good sign. All the crap. Speaking of crap, <laughs> there have been six teams this year that HBO and the NFL have approached to be on hard knocks if they have a you know a hard knocks this year. Um, and the first team was the Jets. And I'm going to do them in order. Jets, Falcons, Broncos, Lions, Bucks, and then Vikings. And all three, six of those teams have said, hell no. I th- wait, I thought the Jets were last time. They yeah, were. They, they just did the Jets. They were. I think they wanted to talk to them again because they feel like they're a good Super Bowl contender. And everyone was like, no way. No, I think they wanted so to my- do them again because Rex Ryan was apparently a hit on there. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, he's very... Uh, uh, I don't know. Big. Rough around the edges. He's rough around the edges. He likes feet. <laughs> he likes pigs. So anyway, do my question to you guys, I think I already know the answer, but my question is, do you think the Redskins should try to get in on that? Um, No. We've got enough distractions without having to what deal with that. What good would it do us? We don't need a bunch of cameras running around chasing our team that's trying to... Like, get serious and build up a team right now? Can't they go back to Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, word. Or the Eagles. I agree on all those points. The Eagles. We don't need that crap. The Eagles don't want them there, like, filming, like, crimes happening and getting their players in trouble. They, they could go follow, if they want hard knocks, they should go follow the Hampton Roads uh, battleships or whatever. If they want hard knocks, <laughs> they should go follow the Buffalo Bills. They want hard knocks. They should go follow Albert Hainsworthless when he goes out to CC's Pizza and they're not open yet, and he's banging on the door. Now, dudes, I gotta admit. Hey, man, I, let me in. Knocking hard admit, on the door. Dude, I gotta admit, if, if there was a show, a uh, 
reality show about Albert Hainsworth following him around like that, I would have to watch like, you know, it's like a train wreck, dude. You just got to look. You, you got to watch. I, mean, I might even tune into that. And I'm like, Aaron, I don't watch anything but sports. Yeah, but dude, just to know that we're so right, how many times a week he eats at CC's and, you know, how, <laughs> yeah, often, I mean, I might, how often he shuts I down w- the Golden Corral buffet right there up in uh, Tyson's Corner. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sweet Lord. Tyson's Corner. The Tyson's Corner Golden Corral. Dude, they see him coming. They try to shut the neon <laughs> sign off and try to shut that golden brass bell thing down. They just can't get it <laughs> They, they get, get the get door locked, take the breath. <laughs> it, it would be Halbert Hainsworth's hard knocks because he keeps knocking on the door. Let me in. <laughs> I see the I, I see the fatty meat over there. Let me in. <laughs> fatty meat. <laughs> I see the lo- I see the low quality cuts. People are just like staring at him. Surf and turf night. Let me in. Just <laughs> staring at him through the window, like eating ribs with Dude. like that sticky rib and sauce he's like, stuck all over the face. From the inside. Here, here it is. Here it From is. the here inside, you can see him fogging up the windows as he's staring in with his hands like cupped over his eyes. Like I can see the buffet. And here, here's the commercial, oh, dude. Here's the commercial. I heard it's all you can drink chocolate milk now. Here's the commercial. Where can I get a steak for about ten dollars? <laughs> it's like <laughs> at Golden Corral for about ten dollars. <laughs> Where can I get a steak for about ten dollars and then slide my credit card through the. Uh, between oh, in the I'm bosom sorry, of the waitress. All I, I can eat. Swipe it somewhere else. All I can eat. And ribs. I'm in the mood for ribs. And I can slide my credit card. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you uh, want some all right. more yeast rolls? No, I got plenty of rolls. <laughs> and the problem is, we're not even done on him. We got more to talk about him later on in the show. But now, I think we need to get on to our. Uh, is this a new thing? Have we talked about this, or did we already do it? The Bleacher Report headline of the week. Dude, I think we call it the BR now. Excellent. The BR. The our, BR. Our attorneys the have, the have uh, suggested that we call it the BR. Ah. Josh ah. coined the phrase BR. That would BR. be uh, David Lee, our attorney. <laughs> oh, he did? We're going to trademark that. We'll have to seek counsel with that. Yes. Well, anyway, the BR headline of the week. The BR of the week. Don't you give me a bunch is, of BR. Uh, there's a lot of BR coming out of the Bleacher Report, as we know. But the BR headline of the week is Donovan McNabb, colon. Ten what? teams he Sick. could lead to the to the playoffs. His colon. Colon. That's what, I, I want to quote it exactly right so we're not uh, sued for libel. Donovan McNabb, colon. Ten teams he could lead to the playoffs, and those teams are. Uh, we don't oh, I didn't even read want the article. <laughs> are you kidding? I don't want to know. All right, wasn't there a runner? There's up a runner-up though. I think there's so many yeah. good ones. We put a runner-up on here as well. The other one is NFL trade speculation. Colon. <laughs> Broncos Kyle Orton for Redskins. Albert Hainsworth works. Dude, there aren't enough Golden Corrals in Denver. <laughs> There's not enough ski lifts in Denver. Broncos Kyle Orton for Redskins Albert Hainsworth works. I mean, that's the kind of thing that we joke about. But then they're like, on the <laughs> BR, they're like, take it seriously. Yeah. I don't but, know. Eh, the BR. That drives me crazy. The They're so bad. 
Speaking they of totally BR podcast and put a spin on everything. I'm tired of the spin spin mask. They listen. Maybe they don't get it. Maybe they listen to us and they're like, "Oh man, they're saying that they should trade Kyle Orton for, you know, they should trade Albert Hainsworth for Calvin Johnson." Oh, that's a great idea. Lions Calvin Johnson for the Redskins Albert Hainsworth works. <laughs> Speaking of BRs. That Albert dude. paid off the dude that he got out of the car and punched because um, the case the the it was dropped in Virginia court. Apparently, the case was dropped. Apparently, there's a we law. Don't know that, how much or any of that kind of stuff, right? Apparently, there's a right. law in Virginia that says that if the I guess defendant or plaintiff says it's all good, then the state drops the case. If if the plaintiff if the uh, uh, yeah if the plaintiff is quote made whole. Then they can drop the case. <laughs> made whole. So, made whole. So he so basically <laughs> Fat Albert made someone whole. Albert paid me. He and made, made somebody me whole. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Fat Albert in the elevator and Jerry McGuire, like, you complete me. Like that whole heart thing or whatever. Circle. <laughs> That's what that dude said to him on the way out of the courtroom. Albert Hansard's like whole. Albert Hansard's like, hello. He has a hundred thousand dollars to keep quiet. And the guy's like, "You completely, you complete me. You, you had me at hello. Me. <laughs> you had Albert Hainsworth. You complete me. <laughs> 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 oh my God! Visual. Move on, please. Just please the move two on. of us. You and I. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> you and I. You and I. You and I. CC. Oh, All right, man. moving forward. <laughs> you should see the pool. That pretty much that pretty much about wraps it up. I can't believe we got a fifty some minute podcast out of this. Uh, we got some hog slops to go time. through real quick. You want to rattle these off? Rattle the chain. Rattle it off. Rex Ryan called. Let's let's slip through some hog slop. Yeah. Yeah, flip it through. I'll kick it off here. Rex Ryan called Joe Gibbs for advice on how to win a Super Bowl during a strike or lockout. You know yeah, what, dude? Basically during a short season. There aren't any Super Bowls during a strike or a lockout, so I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, 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 you know what he meant. Moving on. Lyndon Fletcher says that the players are absolutely, quote-unquote, prepared to miss the entire season. Uh, Chris Cooley's. What do you, wait, first, what do you have to do to be prepared to miss the season? I'm prepared. They're just, they're, you gotta have money. You gotta have money in the bank if you're there, or else you're gonna be working at CC's instead of going to it. All right, Chris Cooley's kids camp was last weekend. Um, I bet yeah. that was pretty fun for some of the kids, especially if they were in on the prank calls. Just to clarify, <laughs> like, just to I clarify. yeah, yeah. And just to clarify, it's not Chris Cooley's kid. It's actually the kids camp that Chris Cooley runs. Right. There you go. Here you go. Lorenzo Alexander and Dexter Manley show up for TSA agents looking to unionize. Fight the power? Yeah. I thought they were a government agency, but apparently apparently they're looking to unionize because they want to get paid better for all the crap that they have to go through and all the junk they have to grab on on the job, so... Lorenzo Alexander and Dexter Manley showed up and said, yeah, go union, because they are football players or ex-football players, and they are or were in a union. And Uh, Dan Snyder, this is a story that I like here. Dan Snyder awarded this year's Washington Redskins Charitable Foundation's annual scholarship to a student from the district named Yasmin Arrington. No, Josh, not Mr. Nichols, kid. (laughs) There's your Mr. Nichols reference. 
a senior who started a nonprofit to help other seniors with incarcerated parents to go to college. So if people have, you know, parents in jail and they still want to make something of their lives and it's a uh, it's a fun to help kids in school with parents in jail get into college if they, you know, have the good grades and everything. Cuz I imagine that's got to be tough. That's right. So, and if uh, your parents if your parents are in jail and you feel like they didn't get a fair shake on their trial, you definitely need to give David Lee a call. Absolutely. David Lee Legal Services. Um, the story on this girl real quick, her mom is dead. Her dad is in jail, and she raised five thousand dollars to help other people go to college. Dang! So she got a twenty-five. She got a twenty-five thousand dollars scholarship, which I think is the usual. And Dan Snyder also matched that five thousand dollars for her fund that she has for the other students to raise it to uh, ten thousand dollars to help others get into college. Cool. And uh, and a side note, she's going to Elon, which is my alma mater, home of the Fighting Christians. Fight, yeah. Go fighting Christians, now the Phoenix. Go and fighting she, Christians. All right, everyone, send some emails. Party on the party day. Redskins fan, harryhogfootball.com. Give us a ring-a-ding-ding at 77HarryHog. Hey. And if your message is funny, we may include it on the podcast. And, right. Follow uh, us on Twitter at HarryHog. And hail to the Redskins. Oh, wait, did we do any shout-outs? Did we shout-out to Tim on the website? Yeah, here, let me Tim. just restart the ending music then. Oh, right on. Oh, we took too long. Tim, shout out to Tim. Who shout else? out to Tim who finally listened to episode 252. Week. Got some emails this week. Liked it. That's yeah, right. there's... Too there's many just not a lot up. going on out there, football-wise. There's a lot of news, but we all want football. So, yeah. keep the faith, brothers. Hopefully, uh, football will be coming up. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And don't forget, click that little PayPal donate button. Send us a buck or two. We really would appreciate it. And, and tweet at us at Harry Hug. And hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan this week, make sure that you joke. Fog on the glass from his heavy breathing.